It's just that for the people that are looking to rent, like, like you said, there's going to be people that come in with lower credit. Um, I see a lot of people that have lower credit, but then cash on hand that allows them to rent, put the double deposit up. But for the people that have the good credit and the good income that aren't buying, what would you say to them that are just continuing to rent? Is it situational or is it, should they just buy the house no matter what? You know, even with higher interest rates and things like that, um, well, let's, let, let's come back to that in a second. Let me finish on the investor side. So for me that own property and we have, um, let's say cash flow is the other challenge that they have, right? So they're worried about higher interest when they buy the property and now they're taking rent and let's say they're even at zero. There's no cash flow, right? The thing that makes this a unique investment opportunity is you still are making money four other ways, right? So you've got appreciation, equity, principal buy down, and then no tax or limited tax, any repairs and things like that against your income, you can write off and there's no taxable income against it. So if I make 20,000 in rent, I have 20,000 in expenses, I'm not going to have a taxable income. Um, and then the fifth way you make money is cash flow. Even if that's at zero, you still are making money all these other ways. And you were saying this earlier. I just want to clarify that it's, it's a long game. You know, maybe you don't see positive cash flow opportunity in the first year, but market rents will go up. They don't go down generally. Um, they sometimes stable, uh, but every one of my properties, I know this has been a really healthy market for real estate of all. I've increased the rent every year. You know, at some point I know it's going to cap out and instead of making, you know, $700 more next year, maybe I only make 500 more and it's fine. I mean, I, I know that that's, that's a, a risk but I wanted to make sure I covered those items. So you're making money five ways on rental properties. Now let's look at a tenant and they say, um, you know, I don't want to have the hassle of maintaining a house. I get that all the time. Um, you know, for me, if I'm going to spend this much and I have to deal with home maintenance and things like that, I get a lot of pushback um, from people that are renting. They don't want the responsibility uh, they don't want the liability. They just they just like, you know, writing their check every month and have complete freedom of the real estate. So if they want to pack up and move after it's over, they can pack up and move. You own a property, it isn't quite that easy. Mm-hmm. Now you've got to deal with the sale of the property. Um, I think it's a grown-up thing. <laughs> it's part of it. I mean, it's part of growing up and maturing. Um, you know, and, and I know we have a generation coming up that's very late to getting married, very late to buying homes. Um, I think we talked about it before. They're more likely to, to have a dog than they are to be in a serious relationship where they may get married. You know, that's very possible. I don't know if you know anyone that would rather have a dog and live in a, by themselves in an apartment. Maybe you do. Yeah. Well, and I'll push back on that because I think that also, you know, you can't fully blame the, the generation coming up for that. It's their fault. Now, go ahead. I, I know it comes from something, but go ahead. 